Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I'm talking about how interpretation plays a role in your stress and anxiety. And I wanted to begin the show with today's quote, which I will read again to you at the end of the show. But this is from Dan Millman, and he says, You don't have to control your thoughts. You just have to stop letting them control you. So this is what we're talking about today. We're talking about the pathway that our emotions take. Emotions don't come out of the blue. They take a relatively consistent pathway that can be very, very useful to us once we really understand the process. If we are ignorant of it, we don't see where we can make changes. So I hear very often from people that they are puzzled or downright confused as to why they are feeling the way that they do, or that their anxiety or panic just came out of the blue. And you've heard me mention before on the show that the vast majority of our brain's function is in the subconscious, like 90 to 95%. And all of this we are unaware of. And so it does feel like things are coming to us out of the blue. Because most of what's happening to us, and I think they keep ratcheting up the number. I think it was 90, it went to 95, and then I heard it was even higher. I am not quite sure. But that's a lot of our brain function is in the subconscious. And so, of course, we are unaware of all of that. So it can feel like things come out of the blue. Where did that come from? But it's all from us. It's just mostly in the subconscious. And then once things bubble up from the subconscious into our consciousness, into our awareness, this is where we have power, power to take the reins. Now, A friend of the show, Michelle Rosenthal, you may have remembered her from being on episode 173. She has a wonderful book, and it's called Heal Your PTSD. And she has outlined in her book the evolution of emotion. And I wanted to share that with you so that you can better understand how emotions begin and the actual pathway that they take so that, like I said earlier, that you can understand where things started, where they're headed to, and where you have some power. Because like I said, the subconscious, you have no power over. That's happening. And thank goodness, because that's what's running most of the show for our body and keeping everything going. So we don't want to have to be thinking about how to walk all day. But all of our life is back in there, in that subconscious. So many things can bubble up. 
But once we learn the pathway of having something bubble up into our consciousness and then understanding where it goes to, what the pathway is, again, this will allow us to interrupt the process early and make conscious choices. Yes, we can interrupt things at the thought level, but that's a lot of work. When we do it earlier, it's a lot easier. So again, this is going to allow you to interrupt the process early and make conscious choices versus letting the habit of mindlessness let the emotions run wild. So it's time to take the reins and go where you want to go on purpose. Because if you don't take the reins, the old, well-worn habit paths will be where you travel. And that will take you down the same old emotional places. And what I hear from people is, you don't want to do that anymore. It's like those habits of anxiety, the habits of stress, the habits of thinking in a particular manner that is unhelpful in your life, and you would like to go in a different direction. So let me get to Michelle's book here and talk to you about what she's outlined here, the evolution of emotion. And it starts with the stimulus. Senses deliver information to the brain. This is where we get something happening, a stimulus that comes from our senses. Senses are delivering the information to our brain. And you know what your senses are. That's how we are in contact with the world outside of us. Now, the next one is interpretation. Mind, your mind assesses the meaning of the stimuli. That's pretty self-explanatory. The next one is the thought. Ideas form in relation to the meaning So this is where, okay, we're thinking, we're getting ideas, and it's from where? It's in relation to the meaning. And the meaning came from the stimulus. So after thought, we have the physiological response. Body chemistry registers a response to the ideas. Okay, so now the body's involved, the chemistry. It's all coming from the ideas, the thoughts that we have from the interpretation, which came from the stimulus. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. 
OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Next, we go down to the feeling. Body sensation registers a response to the chemistry. Now, this is where I know a lot of us get tripped up. We get the feeling, we have that body sensation in response to the chemistry. And again, where are you going to go with that? Because you can have a choice here as to what you're thinking that is. But we'll get back to that later. And after feeling, we have the impulse to act. Mind and body choose a responsive behavior. And after that, the final place is our psychological response. The mind responds to the meaning of the experience. So let me say them in order now, and in case some of you are jotting this down like I know you do. Stimulus, then interpretation, then thought, then physiological response, then feeling, then impulse to act, and then psychological response. And the point here that I really want to drill home is that this second step, this interpretation, is where we have control. This is where we are actually assessing the meaning of the stimulus. I know that I have made many times in my life, (laughs) and hopefully I've gotten a lot better because I sure feel a heck of a lot better than I did back when I was traveling the old mindless path is the mind is going to make meaning out of the stimulus. And if we can catch it there and we can interpret in a way that serves us versus out of habit or negative feelings or negative habits, we can really change the entire rest of the pathway. The control is ours at interpretation. And when we can intercept it and engage our mind in this part early on, it can be effective in managing the emotions that we are dealing with. So see if you can, next time something's coming up for you, focus and identify your interpretation. And it might be even fun sometimes to go through this list and see where you can look back over a situation. It's much easier to do it in the now because this could be harder to do. I may not remember the stimuli, right? But if you can, this is awesome because this can change the entire pathway as to how you are thinking and dealing with your day-to-day life. And you can ask questions such as, what interpretation would make me feel a little bit better? Well, how could I have looked at this differently and begin to learn where you can shift your focus and create the scenario that you more desire? 
you know, tapping into your sense of being able to take care of yourself and be stronger in different situations always gets easier and stronger as you practice. So the more that you can keep this in the back of your mind when things are coming up for you, the easier it'll be for you to shift it, to catch it in the interpretation phase. Because we want to be able to say at any time, how am I feeling right now? Am I feeling powerful or am I feeling powerless? Can I handle it or can I not handle it? I want you to be able to say, I can handle it and let go of the I can't handle it. That is really a powerless kind of statement. And the more that you catch things in interpretation and have that I can handle it kind of attitude, things shift. You're going down a whole different pathway. Sometimes you can begin by flipping the sensation of power from less to full by paying attention to these four elements that Michelle has outlined here. Let's see. She has four of these elements to help you to shift from being powerless to more powerful. The first one is feeling that you are able to take actions and receive positive results. Can you see where that's an interpretation? The second one, feeling able to keep yourself safe or protected. Again, we're interpreting a situation and saying, I can do this. I can do this. I can keep myself safe. I can keep myself protected versus going into the powerless mode or the victim mode. The third one she has is living in meaningful connection with yourself and the world. This really, again, is an interpretation of our own, what is going on around us, the stimulus we are receiving. Fourth one and final is continuing to develop in ways that expand your ability to be an agent of change rather than constantly being changed by events. Boy, that's a big one where we are actually interpreting the world around us in a way that we are expanding our ability to be the agent of change rather than the environment or other people or the circumstances. We have agency and it's time that we take those reins and bring it right on back to paying attention to the evolution, the pathway of the emotions that happen to us. Think about those four points. What one or ones make you feel uneasy or downright powerless? Take one of the ones I mentioned and actually work on it using the path of our emotions, the ones that our emotions naturally take from the stimulus to the interpretation to the thought, to the physiological response, to the feeling, to the impulse to act, and then our psychological response. See what interpretation might make you feel better, catching it early, and see what a different pathway that would make for you. Because after you interpret it differently, you have a different thought. 
And when you have a different thought, you will have a different physiological response. Your body chemistry will be different by what you think. And what you think is from what you have interpreted. We have this incredible pharmacy inside of us, and it is our thoughts that are determining what to make, our senses and our thoughts. Because you can see the stimulus was our senses. It always goes back there. And then after we have the body chemistry going one way or the other, is it going to fight or flight, or is it going to rest and digest? Is it calming you down or ramping you up? After that, you get a feeling. You get the body sensation in response to the chemistry. And this is where the fear, adrenaline, fear loop is happening. You are having a bodily sensation in response to the chemistry. And then you have an impulse to act. The mind-body chooses a responsive behavior. Are you then shutting down? Are you acting out of fear? Are you perpetuating the cycle, the fear-adrenaline-fear cycle? And then we have our psychological response. We are responding to the meaning of the whole experience. If we are stuck in an anxiety loop, if we are going down the wormhole, this psychological response is negative and then we feel bad. And why did that happen to me? Or why did I act that way? And it just sets us up for another trip with more stimulus. You see where it's going? And the more tired and hungry or angry or lonely we are, our interpretations change. We want to stay on top of our game so that we are always interpreting our stimulus in an appropriate and life-enhancing manner. So I'm hoping that you will find this helpful in getting your emotions to be more stable and peaceful, letting the rest of the pathway come from a new interpretation changes everything. I so appreciate you being here with me today. I love being able to share what I am learning and what I have used in the past and what is worked for my amazing clients and group members and all of you who send me email letting me know what you're up to and what's working for you. I look forward to being with you in a little while once again. And now for today's quote. You don't have to control your thoughts. You just have to stop letting them control you. And that's from Dan Millman. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.